just I just I just speak my peace keep my peace Welcome to season six of the Speak My Peace podcast. As always, I'm your gracious host, Greg Lacey. <laughs> like we always do about this time, I hope this episode will reach you all in good health and that you take care of yourself and your loved ones, as we know how vital that is today. Catch out the bag. I can't hide it. I'm a liar. <laughs> I can only be honest with y'all. I am a liar. I say that because I did end last season saying that this in-between season break was not going to be as long as it has been. It didn't end up being as long as it has been. But I have. I don't have an explanation. I'm just a liar. But it happens. Life happens, man. I never intend for any of my hiatus to be that long. I said it the previous season, and I'm saying it again. It was just longer than expected. Like, I expected that to be short and come back to you all and give you all season six. And it just didn't happen that way. Um, life just be life here, man. Transitions happen. Vacations happen. Um, celebrations happen. Trials and tribulations happen. Planning for this upcoming season happen. It's just, that's just, that's just life. And what I mean by life be life is you could be planning for something and you can have this well thought out plan and well drawn out idea of how you're going to execute something. And then the curveball comes and then you have to shift everything. And before I even to say all that, shout out to family that that helps you and gives you that that hand while life is life. And um, I'd be remiss if I didn't um, mention that before I go on for that, because if I didn't have that family help, I probably uh, this break will probably be longer than it is. Um, going back to those curveball, man, you could be planning for something. And while you're planning for something, you know, you can be inserting little cushions just in case, you know, certain things go wrong. Uh, just in case you meet certain road bumps or, or roadblocks, whatever the case may be, so they can remove it through it. And despite planning for things to go wrong, something can go way, way, something can go way worse than you even expected. And that's what I mean by curveballs. And that's what life is. Like, I didn't expect for this in between season break to be six months long. I honestly wanted to be two or three months long, come back and then finish off the season and then take another break and come back with another season. Obviously, that didn't happen because here we are six months later. But nonetheless, we are here. And that's what's the most important thing is, is that we are back here with season six. Um, Similar thing happened in between season five break was that, you know, I didn't attend for that break to be that long, but it ended up being that long. And I um, ended up, what I believe, giving you all my best season to date. So hopefully this break. Uh, serve the same purpose and I'm able to build upon what we did last season and give you all a greater season because that's what the intention is every season every episode is to get greater I guess in speaking about last season I'll be remiss if I didn't mention this either last season was kind of bittersweet our last episode was kind of bittersweet because a lot of you all your introductions to Speak My Peace podcast came within these past six months while I was on a break so your introduction to the Speak My Peace podcast has been episode 121. And so I was detailing a lot of things, in episode 121, um, just detailing, you know, the, the the depression battle I went through and, and things like that. And so when that's your introduction to something and then you don't hear anything for six months, you may think the worst. And the worst didn't happen. We're back here recording episode 122. But that kind of like, I kind of felt the way about that. Like, damn, that's the last episode. And here I am now recording this up for one two, three, four, five, six months. I kind of feel a way about that. 
Um, so that was kind of bittersweet. It was, and what I mean by bittersweet, it was like, it's great that I was able to detail that and, and share that thing uh, on my podcast, on my platform. But I felt terrible that some people just hadn't heard from me in so long and they don't know what was up. While I'm saying that, I guess I should plug my uh, Instagram platform. Please follow me at Speak One Piece Pod on Instagram. That is the only social media handle we have at the moment is uh, the Instagram. So follow me at Speak One Piece Pod just so they can keep up to date with stuff outside of me releasing uh, podcast episodes. But it's neither here nor there. But I, I definitely felt the way about that um, just being the last episode and people being introduced to this platform and to this piece, uh, podcast platform during that time and thinking the worst. I guess and also detailing about the last episode while we're here, I should also share that a lot of times I share things that I and I get personal and I detail journeys I've gone through, I detail experiences that I had. By the time that I share it all on a podcast, I'm so far removed from it. And that's just how I keep control of my life. Like, despite me being transparent and despite me being open with you all, I go through things first and then I share them with you all. So I, I go, I experience those things. And then, you know, once I get over them, I'm able to detail it better. I don't share it in the moment that I'm dealing with them because I feel like if I did that, I would give you all too much of my life. Like, I got to keep a part of me despite me being so transparent with y'all. And that's how I do it. I, I go through certain things and then let's say six or seven months later, if I feel like detailing that journey or detailing that experience, then I will detail that experience. So by the time that I recorded that episode, I was definitely six months past whatever I was detailing or whatever I had dealt with by the time. And so give it that I was six months past that, then we have a six months break. That's 12, that's a year um, since I feel like that I dealt with whatever I was uh, speaking about. And I say all that to say that that's just how I keep my sanity. That's how I just keep my quote unquote privacy without, you know, share feeling like I'm sharing too much because for those of you who don't know me outside of this podcast, like I'm a very private person. I don't share too much of myself on social media. I don't share too much of myself in media. I don't share too, too much of myself in conversations with people who I'm not close with. I just, that's just how I just keep control of my life and not give away too much of myself because if you do too much of that, people will uh, use that type of information, um, having that type of knowledge of you to their betterment. And I just, that's just how I protect myself. It could be insecurity or whatever the case it may be, but that's just how I protect myself. Um, also getting back into the last episode and talking about that journey and speaking about the topics I was speaking about, you know, I had gone through that season or gone through that depression at that time. And I kind of said that I got over it, but I didn't really detail how I got over it. Um, and that episode, I don't think so. I'm going to list out a couple of tools that I use to cope with or get through it at that time so that, you know, you may be going through it at the current moment and you may want to use one of these tools or use one of these exercises to help you get over it. Um, so the most important thing I did and the most important thing that I found during that time was honestly talking to my mom. A mother's love, a mother's care is second to none. And a mother's intuition is also second to none. So, you know, I was going through what I was going through and I didn't detail it with my siblings, didn't detail it with my, my parents. I was just in soaking in whatever I was going through. And during that time, you know, me and my mom, we talked a lot. She, you know, just come by and check up on me. And that helped me just having that outlet, having someone to talk to, knowing that someone cared for me, knowing that I had to get through what I needed, what I was going through, because there was people that were rooting for me and care for me to get through what I was going through. 
Um, so that was the motivation enough. That was the number one thing that really helped me um, get through all that. Another one of the things that helped was therapy. I was still, you know, active on my therapy sessions during there. So having that unbiased opinion and sharing, you know, what I was going through with someone and hearing professional opinion of, you know, what I was dealing with, how to get over it, um, things, you know, different exercises I can use to cope with that when if it was to come up at another time, different things like that. That also really helped me. One of those exercises that was recommended to me that helped a lot was journaling. Um, I've never journaled before in my life. And during this time, journaling is served as such a great outlet. Mind you, I was still recording podcast episodes during this time. So I still had an outlet to speak my piece on certain things. But journaling gave me a whole new outlet that I'd never experienced before. I think it's it's a it's it's I don't even it's detailed or it's called something when you see something written out that it does for your like endorphins or it does for your mind. Um, and whatever that thing is called, I don't know why I can't think of it right now is what journaling did for me. Um, it also held me accountable. Like it's one thing to be going through something and that thing just to be living in your head and driving you crazy because you can't get it out of your head and you're trying to find solutions and you're trying to find how to cope and you're trying to find how to make it less severe. Um, and that thing just living in your head can drive you crazy because it literally just ideas just bounce around your mind and they're trying to get out. Um, I don't know if any of you all saw SpongeBob. It's like that SpongeBob episode when SpongeBob is inside his head and his Nick's just running around and setting things on fire. That's literally best described, you know, what I was going through during that time. It was just like pandemonium in my head and I couldn't get those things out. So what journaling did, it provided me an outlet to one be aware of what I was going through because I was every day writing out my feelings or texting out my feelings because I was doing my journal and my phone wasn't actually writing. Um, but I was actually typing out my feelings. And so I was aware of what I was going through and how I was dealing with them and how were they making me feel, but also was being very honest with myself. Like, you know, I don't feel too good today. I did this and it did a service purpose or I saw this and it made me feel a certain way or I had this conversation that made me feel a certain way or I woke up and I was feeling like this or I'm going to sleep now and I feel like this. Just seeing those type of things um, being written out but also getting it out of my head, it serves a great purpose for me because now I'm more aware. I'm not, you know, if you don't get those things out of your head, another thing it can do for you is um, create this false conception in your mind that you're not actually dealing with what you're dealing with because you're not letting it out of your head. So for one, you're not being truthful with yourself or what you're dealing with, but you're also not letting other people know. And so it's easy to hide and mask those things. And so when you're getting it out and you're writing it out, you know, you're being truthful with yourself, you're being honest, and you're also becoming more aware of what you're dealing with so you know how to cope with it. So journaling was like one of my favorite things to do in between that time. Another tool I used and found during this time was meditation. Meditation is so great. Um, I was doing it every single day. I don't do it as often now, but I do find time to still do it. And meditation was so great for me because as I detailed in previous episodes, like I deal with anxiety and my anxiety is questioning everything, having questions about every single thing in my life, not being sure about certain things, um, dealing with a bunch of different things in my mind, um, my mind running a thousand miles per minute. And what meditation did for me is it just sat me down um, figuratively and literally. It just sat me down. It forced me to be one with myself and it forced me just to focus on the present. And 
me discovering me discovering meditation during that time was critical because um it really just blocked out all the noise and I've never had that type of exercise before like I play sports so you know a lot of people you know say you know sports my sanctuary I don't think about everything else going on um sports kind of serve that purpose for me but it's like I'm not playing competitive sports at this age um I'm working eight nine hours a day so I don't have that outlet that I did when I was 13 14 15 years old um some people use music they drown in music you can and I, and I was doing that as well but it really was meditation that that did it for me because for one it was teaching me exercises on one how to block out those things but also how to just be present in the moment don't worry about what happened yesterday don't worry about what's going to happen in the hour don't worry about what's happening tomorrow focus on the here and now focus on your breathing focus on what you're allowing in your mind focus on those reoccurring thoughts that's coming to your mind and this is how you block them and so discovering meditation during that time was so critical because it's helping me in my life now, even though I'm not going through it. Another tool that I found during that, not found during that time, but I kept during that time I was working out. Um, when I first was going through that season of depression, man, I didn't even want to work out. And I'm a person, I'm easily motiv- self, easily self-motivated. So I don't need, you know, to see something and say, oh, let me get up and go work out. Or, oh man, I'm getting out of shape. And I see somebody that's in shape and I go work out. It's like, Bro, I just talk to myself, hey, you got to wake up in the morning, get up at 530, get up at six, go run, go to the gym, wherever the case may be. And that has been my life for the past 15 years of my life. Um, but during this time, it was kind of hard to find that motivation to to get up and work out. And that was probably one of the most difficult things ever in my life because I'm not that person. Like I, I get up and I work out five, four or five times a week, maybe five to six times a week, actually. So it's just something it's not even for me. It's, it's a routine now. It's not even like the thing that I think about. I was like, I know I got to work up. I know I got to wake up and I got to work out. If I don't wake up and work out, it affects the rest of my day. So for me to not have that motivation to do that during that time, it was uh, it was mind blowing because I was like, couldn't figure out like why the hell Am I just sitting in this bed? Why I'm like, because I was still waking up at the time that I would wake up to work out, but I just wasn't getting under the bed. And I couldn't figure out like, why the hell don't I have the motivation to get out this bed and go to the gym or go run, wherever the case it may be. And so that was difficult. But once I was, you know, picked up these other exercises and became aware of like what I was dealing with, then I found the motivation to get up and work out again. And once I found that motivation to do that, man, um, it was my sanctuary, as I just said, as sports is, um, because, again, the, the endorphins you get from working out, the progress you see, the, it, it motivates you to keep going and motivates you to get better. And so, you know, those two or three hours I use for working out, I'm blocking out everything and I'm focusing on all I'm channeling all my aggression on this run. I'm channeling all my aggression on lifting these weights. I'm channeling all my aggression on these ad workouts, whatever the case it may be. And it's better in me because I'm dealing with all that stuff and I'm trying to get rid of all that stuff and get rid of all that negativity. Um, so working out was really, it was difficult in the beginning, but it ended up coming back around tenfold and serving its purpose. Um, the last thing, traveling. I'm a person, I travel often, uh, whether that's domestically, whether that's internationally, I guess not really internationally, internationally, quote unquote, because I really just go to the Caribbean. I go to different islands in the Caribbean. Just traveling, man. I'm getting out, seeing new places. Like I'm a type of person, I don't want to be sitting still for too long. Like I don't want to be in one spot 
for more than three months. I got to go see something. I got to go see people. I got to go taste certain foods. I got to go, you know, see these beautiful waters and different things like that. And so during that time, I was also traveling, just getting out and seeing new places and new rides and stuff. And so that helped me. Despite me feeling that way, despite me feeling depressed, whatever the case it may be, I was still getting out and seeing new things and new atmosphere and new environments and breathing new airs. And so that helped me as well, um, just to get my mind out of that funk that I was feeling during that time. I share all that to say, um, Shay, I say all that to say, there's this common misconception of um, having to mask your feelings to appear strong, especially for men, especially for black men. Like I tell you all right now, I'm that quote unquote strong friend, the person who is unscathed by things, a person who don't share, you know, too much of emotions, um, emotionally unavailable for the most part, and just get through things. I meet a lot of things with aggression or have met a lot of things with aggression. And that's just who I have been for most of my life. That's who my persona personality has been. And despite all that, I had this season of depression and you can still be depressed. You can still go through those things and still be strong. Like being vulnerable is okay. Black men being vulnerable is okay. Everybody is being vulnerable is okay. I'm speaking of black men because I know that the tropes that, you know, we deal with, like you can't show your feelings, you can't show your emotions that makes you weak. That's not true. If you want to test me, you want to find out, then I'm here to to be that testing subject. But I'm going to tell you all that I went through that depression and I got over it and I'm stronger because of it. There's more power in detailing your stories. There's more power in detailing your journeys. There's more power in detailing your battles because it helps the next individual. Like we say, each one teach one. How are you going to teach someone if you're not being truthful with what you're going through. You're not being truthful with what you're dealing with. Think about, and whether you're religious or not, we know what we know about the, the Christian faith. We know about whatever the many denominations on the Christian faith as well. Um, we know how strong and powerful te testimonies are. People don't share testimonies because they want to tell people these traumatic things they've gone through and they want pity. People share these testimonies because those things that they dealt with, the things that they were battling and, and, and they got over was so strong that they don't want no one else to have to go through that. They want someone to know that, hey, you're going through something that's difficult. I've been through that and I've gotten over that and I've gotten to the other side of that. I got into the top of that hill. So I want you to know that it's okay to get to the top of that hill. Or, or not, it's okay. I want you to know that it's possible for you to also get to the top of that hill. And that's the reason why they share these testimonies and not just because for the, their, their health. Like a, a lot of testimonies that you may hear in a church, people don't want to share those things because how terrible that experience was. But if they know that it's going to help the next person, why not share it? The same thing with these motivational speakers, whether you see them on YouTube, where you see them on TV, wherever the case may be. A lot of these motivational speakers, the, the root and the core of their story is coming from backgrounds that, you know, they didn't they come from nothing. They've been through traumatic experiences, wherever the case may be. And once they got out of those things, when they got over those things, it led them to becoming those motivational speakers. And they share their stories to encourage others. Um, for one, you know, maybe people who may be going through worse situations or worse scenarios and encouraging them like, hey, you got to pull through because there's a light at the end of that tunnel. 
And once you get to the end of the tunnel, the the opportunities um, are vast. And it's a whole world to explore out here. And that's the reason why they become motivational speakers or why they, they speeches are so poignant and so powerful is because it's like, I've been through all that. And despite all that, I'm sharing this light with you. And so we got to keep that in mind, man. Sharing these stories, detailing these battles, detailing these journeys, it's okay. Some of these things that we go through, they're so traumatic that it's kind of hard to even imagine sharing those things because it's like, I don't know how people are going to take it. I don't know what the responses are going to be. I don't want to share it because I'm afraid of what the responses may be. But it's okay to share these stories. It's okay to help the next person because they may be struggling the same way and their struggle may be different from yours. They may not be thinking about getting through the end of that tunnel. They may be thinking about, you know, their life ends in that tunnel and that's that. So sharing these stories, it helps people, man. Um, you never know what people are dealing with every day. All of us, you listen to this, me recording this, somebody who haven't heard this podcast yet, they're going to hear it in two years. They're going to hear it in four years. We all go through invisible battles, no matter what. The invisible battle can be, you may have woke up and you realize that you forgot to go to the grocery store um, last night. So now you can't make your eggs. Um, the invisible battle may be mental health. The invisible battle may be problems with your parents. The invisible battle may be problems with your spouse. The invisible battle may be your children acting up, whatever the case may be. We all go through uh, a various amount of invisible battles that we never detail. And we think that we have to fight them alone. But I'm telling you all now, just because of what I've been through, that you share these experiences, you share these stories. It is freeing. Um, but it's also important in that battle to share these things because once you become aware of it, once you're able to articulate what you have gone through or what you're going through, it allows you to free your mind of those things that are, that are eating your mind up. I didn't intend for this episode to be so melancholic, um, especially coming off of the last episode, but I just really have to let you all know how I got over that hill, how I saw the light at the end of that tunnel, because it's important to to detail these things, man. Um, as we get out of here, man, I have a great season ahead. Um, as I said, I want to build upon what we started last season and just go up. Um, we're going to share a lot of more stories. We're going to get a lot of more personal and honestly, I can't even share with you all I have planned because um, it's going to be another great season. I can just feel it. With that being said, that is the end of the Speaking on Beats podcast, episode 122. Thank you all for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, share on social media. Follow me at Speak on Peace Pod on Instagram. Again, that's the only social media that I have at the moment. But please follow me at Speak on Peace Pod. Share the reels, wherever the case may be. I appreciate it. Also, rate and subscribe. Rate and subscribe to the podcast. Please, please, please do that. Um, as we get out of here, my what to watch for this week, we're going to go with Truth Be Told on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, season 3 just returned. Um, one of my favorite shows at the moment, um, Truth Be Told Season 3 on Apple TV+. Plus. That's the Speak My Peace podcast for this week. I'm out.